Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. I'm Jenny. And tonight we are joined by my very good... I get to introduce you, my friend. All right. My very good friend, (laughs) Stephen, who is going to tell us all about his amazing podcast that we had a blast being on. Was it a month ago, two months ago, something like that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was like a month and a half ago we recorded yeah it was a while ago um but uh steven is one of our favorite people and one of the funniest guys you'll ever meet and uh we have literally been through life and almost death together um i was thinking about uh, just about a year ago oh coming uh sunday if i'm correct um we were in a very large building during a very large tremor at which point katie was a little bit uncomfortable so we kicked her out and i said and i said uh (laughs) Steven, keep filming. (laughs) Hey, those light fixtures are moving. Keep filming. What? Okay. (laughs) I I tell that story specifically because I just ran outside, and I know that's not what you're supposed to do in an earthquake, um, but I was just crying like a small child because I hate earthquakes so much. And I remember apologizing to Steven that he was the one that had to keep filming. So I think I like... I had the camera and I filmed a little bit, but then I was like, Steven, you need to keep doing it. Yeah. You, you, uh, you passed that along very yes. quickly. And so I remember apologizing to you and I said, I'm so sorry. I have a really irrational fear of earthquakes. And you said, no, an irrational fear is sharks with legs. <laughs> that is true. All right. Uh, we're going to go to something that we don't have an irrational fear of. And that is Tokyo Disneyland, which is now open as of a few hours ago. Yay! And uh, very quickly, uh, I know I didn't really give you a lot of time to think about this, look at this, see what's going on. Um, Did you see anything from the opening coverage? And if so, what did you think of it? My favorite part was the marching band in front of Cinderella Castle. That's, I like that that was also your favorite part of Hong Kong. So far, we're two for two with really good marching bands. He just likes a marching band. That's that's his thing. It's good, yes. Actually, (laughs) I don't remember seeing one in Shanghai, though. Exactly. That'd be even better. Uh, Katie, did you see the coverage any of it? If so, what would you uh, think of the opening? I've seen some videos on Twitter. Uh, I think that everyone is doing the right thing. I think that, uh, like, there's the, it's just an entirely different culture there. Uh, so everyone is very conscious of the spacing. Uh, everyone's very excited, but even in these big packed groups, everyone is still staying away from each other. They're wearing masks. Uh, but everyone is just super excited. And it's reminding me a lot of the... Uh, we've talked about it a thousand times, but the Imagineering story episode where they talk about the earthquake and how when they reopened, uh, it was like the symbol of hope for guests that things were going to be okay. Uh, it feels a lot like that. It felt to me just looking at it like there was more energy at Tokyo Disney than we've seen at the other two parks that have opened up already. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jenny, what did you think of the opening? I didn't see anything. I oh, passed. Perfect. That moves us along quicker. Steven, did you get to see anything? <laughs> I also didn't get to see anything, but the one thing I will say is I did spend two years living in Japan as a child, and it oh. it always like when when the Japanese are sick, they have a habit already of wearing masks to protect other people. So it gives me hope for their park that their guests are going to be motivated to continue wearing those masks because it is part of their culture already. 
And I was noticing that in videos too. There were a lot of masks and um, a few people I was seeing cover that were saying it was complete compliance with that and social distancing was all going pretty well. And obviously we'll see as the day goes on and more people get in, because I think they can go in every few hours. Um, they yeah. add more people. So um, that'll be very cool. Uh, speaking of reopenings, we were completely 100% wrong last week when we were like, oh, no, Disneyland will still open on the 17th. Guess what? It's not. Um, so uh, I think in hindsight, it's not super surprising. And uh, uh, I think it's probably working out for the best in every way, if I can speak for all three of you so we can get on to more mm -hmm. exciting things. And um uh, downtown disney will still open on the ninth and uh who knows when everything else will we'll we'll keep you updated when we know more about that so make sure to follow daps magic because uh we will have that news as it becomes available big story of the week though splash mountain is no longer going to be uh, a zippity doo dah day um instead it will be themed to princess and the frog and jenny so graciously went and got her uh, 25 anniversary uh splash mountain poster that she was given on the day of and uh my question first off in a you can have one word actually what was what is the one word that describes your reaction to this change and uh, katie you look like you're ready so you can go first good okay jenny excited cool steven Oh, Jenny stole my word. Um, <laughs> let's go with that. <laughs> awesome. And uh, I guess there's been tons of comments and, and discussion about uh, if they should, w what they should, all of that stuff. Um, you know, what about Splash Mountain, all that stuff. Um, I'm not as interested in that, to be completely honest, because the moment I heard about it, I was intrigued. And I'm like, there is so much you can do with the princess and the frog. And, and so I'm more interested, for our purposes, in talking a little bit about what we can do with Princess and the Frog in that space. And then also, just before the show, we were talking a little bit about what is the greater space around it then going to become. And let's start there, because I think that is uh, a lot of fun. And so um, do we all think, I'm just going to assume, all of us assume that this is going to be an attraction that's part of New Orleans Square. Is that yes. what everybody thinks? Absolutely. I, Steven doesn't. I honestly don't. It's, it's not that I don't. It's I honestly don't know because it can be both in my mind. I just watched Princess and the Frog for the first time uh, on the day we got this news. And there are so many different critters that are such a big part of that movie that it could blend Stay. into Critter Country. It, which which would be interesting because I think Disneyland it's going to fit in way easier than Walt Disney World because Magic Kingdom it's right in the middle of Frontierland and um, I don't really yes. think of New Orleans as frontier in that era um, so I, I think it'll be interesting what do you think let's let's go with the assumption that it becomes uh, New Orleans Square what do you do with Critter Country go ahead Katie I am going to say something that people probably won't like. Oh, good. We'll get comments. think <laughs> Everybody hungry. leans forward. Uh, I already said something else. People mover on Twitter today. So I'm already like on par. If people I saw that. Like you're, on a, you're on a roll. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'll just keep going. Uh, Rethink the Hunger Bear. That to Tiana's to be, place? Uh, Ooh. It doesn't even necessarily 
need to be Tiana's place. I would personally love to see Tiana's place, but I know that that would probably it would fit with the original theme for the 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 building. And it would it might require some restructuring of the building a little bit. So I I understand why Disney would maybe I would just love to see something Princess and the Frog inspired. Okay. I think we should get rid of Winnie the Pooh. <gasps> Hmm. Yeah, Katie, you're a bear. Are you bringing <laughs> Are you bringing back the country bears for this, Katie, or are you just getting rid of Winnie the Pooh? Uh, okay, so here's the thing. Even with it, Critter Country, I think that the uh, Pooh's Corner and Winnie the Pooh area doesn't exactly make sense. It would have made more sense in Bear Country. Doesn't really make a ton of sense in Critter Country, um, and. I think that if so, say for some reason, if all of that became New Orleans Square and just that back corner was Critter Country, I think that that is not the strongest. Why not just uh, call it Pooh Corner then? But the other issue is that's the unloading for Splash. So if you enter in New Orleans Square, you should also exit in New Orleans Square. You shouldn't exit in so an that entirely. That would be New Orleans Square. The other corner would be Pooh Corner. <laughs> i'm so sorry i feel really bad for people's ears right now (laughs) thank you that's very kind of you to say um but yeah so that that is my personal opinion okay so what would you put there instead i don't know what i would put there uh to be completely honest i haven't gotten that far okay but i yeah. Let us know in the comments what you guys would put there if you were to get rid of Winnie the Pooh. Jenny, what do you think they should do with the corner? I mean, if if the attraction stays the same and the exit is still where the exit is, I do think it would be weird to call it New Orleans. Yeah, I can so see that. I love I love Winnie the Pooh, and I I think the ride is cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good ride. I don't want people to think that I don't like the attraction. Like, I like that you're just going like this the whole time. It's my favorite. It's nice and relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite. But um, if they keep the structure of the ride where the exit is there, I will agree with Katie. It does make sense to get rid of it. Yeah. Because I don't think you can just have that tiny little section. I think that would be strange. So maybe that becomes like just an extension of new orleans maybe that's where you meet tiana i mean maybe that's where like all those characters go because clearly that is a character meet and greet area okay. and maybe that's where we move some of like the that fun like cool. new orleans shops like you know like maybe you get your caricature over there or your like fun umbrella or you know your parasol as it's long an- as there's still a place for me to get treats <laughs> i am good I, I think it's an interesting idea. Uh, Steven, what do you think? My thought is that they might not do this, but I could see them blending New Orleans Square over a little further into the actual queue of Splash Mountain, but eventually making it into Critter Country. So just because, the entrance kind of a thing? What we know about it is that this this ride's going to take place after Princess and the Frog, yep. but it's 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 the the alligator and tiana trying to create a performance if they are keeping that on the bayou because they want it to be water-based because it's a water ride then they're going to want to start blending into again back into that critter country so they could Mm -hmm. push new orleans square further down the road get it 
get the entrance so that, oh, hey, we're still in New Orleans Square, and oh, we're going into the bayou right now. And then by the exit, you're out in Pooh Corner, which is part of the bayou and Critter Country, is potentially what they might do with it. That way they don't have to change it so much. I think you're probably the closest to accurate as to what will actually happen as I'm listening to us all speak. Um, It still seems weird to me to have um, a bunch of British characters that uh, come from Christopher Robin's 100 Acre (laughs) Wood um, in in the bayou. But that's 100 Acre Wood is where it needs to be. Yes. Um, yeah, that's that's an interesting. I think there's lots of ways that you could make that work, though, with the transition thing. And I think you're probably right on with that. And um, what song are you guys hoping will be their big show stopping song at the end? Um, I'm going to assume that we're going to still see that um, riverboat there. And and what do you what would you like to hear there? I mean, I will go first. I would like to hear something completely new right there because, again, it ah. does. It takes place after the movie, so I would love to hear new music that is themed similar to the music. Um, but I also like somewhere in the ride. I do hope we hear the first song in the movie, uh, the t- the song about Tiana looking forward to Tiana's yeah. place is almost a great there. Song. I loved that. Yeah, almost there. That was. I, I really like that song too. Um, Jenny, what song do you think? As as you think about it, I'm going to read a comment that said uh, that they should change Pooh to the Rescuers, and I love that idea. Maybe the Rescuers down under a little bit too. I don't know. Um, I think the last song uh, is going down the bayou. You think going down the bayou? Mm-hmm. I'm seeing uh, in the chat going down the bayou for Mike and Disney Lost Boys and Girls. Good friends are uh, thinking it will be we uh, that'll be dig a little deeper, which I could see that one a little bit too. Um, Katie, what do you think? Uh, I think dig a little deeper because they already have it as a finale song for Mickey the Magical Maps. They kind of already have a precedent of like, it's a good <laughs> finale song. Uh, but I would like to see When We're Human featured in the attraction because that is one of my favorite songs from Princess and the Frog. And then you fall down. <laughs> <laughs> when you're human. <laughs> sure. I just hope Evangeline has to be in there somewhere, right? Oh, yeah. I feel like, yeah, that in the dark area would work really well. I think that's... that's t- <laughs> Lots of fun things that could happen. Uh, Yeah, so we will see what happens. As there's more news about it, we will cover it. And and we'll come up with more new ideas for a retheme of what makes sense and what doesn't, probably, as we go along. (laughs) And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with it. But uh, another thing we had a lot of fun with is uh, Stephen has this incredible podcast that is really a a fun, I'm going to call it an exercise. Is is that a good word? That's fair. And almost, I feel like you have to be a very fast playwriter and then <laughs> produce it together as a podcast. So it's like a a quarantine uh, race to your play. Is that an accurate? Yeah, it is. It's very much a... It's Tell everybody what it is. Sure. Uh, we, uh, All the Web's a Stage is a yes. short play podcast. Uh, inside, I invite a guest that is either uh, interested in voice acting or in playwriting or in both. Uh, We challenge each other with a sentence we find on Twitter. 
we go and we write a sentence or sorry, write a five to 10 minute play. And then from there, uh, we come together, we perform the play together, or I invite other guests to perform their play for them. Uh, but it, it is very much an exercise that I learned in college originally that we used to call it once upon a weekend where we spent three days putting together a bunch of five minute plays and it's a lot of fun. And I was inspired to do this podcast because I had a former boss that said, I don't know where new plays are coming from. I would like short plays that are new that I can give to students. And I, and I heard that and I was like, I used to write new plays all the time, like every quarter. I could probably do a podcast where we do that. Why not? And then after trying to get somebody to be a co-host with me and that failing, I was like, well, maybe I just bring in guests every week. That'll work. And it worked great, I thought. Like, it's it's a fun idea, and uh, you are a very gracious host, and uh, oh, having now participated on it, um, I, I was with two people who are a little bit more stage savvy than I am, and uh, you made it very comfortable, and uh, I didn't die, and that was good, too. <laughs> <laughs> you, did, you did a wonderful job, and thank you both for joining me for that, and Jenny, I will probably have to talk you into joining me at some point. I think you should. <laughs> <laughs> so if people to go. Where can they hear the podcast? How do they sure. find it? Uh, all the webs of stage can be found either at Apple Podcasts or iTunes, if you're still using iTunes. I am. Uh, or if you uh, go to Spotify, there's all. we're also up there. And the original site is anchor.fm if you want to. They're the ones that help get the podcast out there, so. Which is also Spotify too, right? Yes. Hey, it could be. Guess what? They're also Spotify. <laughs> hey, what do you know? Yeah, so so go check out Steven's podcast. You're going to have a blast with it. Uh, I mean, you can hear how much fun he is right here. And, uh, and that's why we like having him around. And literally, it's just an extension with slightly different uh, context. And you get more of Steven, and it's a lot of fun. So make sure to check out this podcast. And uh, and you you won't regret it. I, I I think it was a lot of fun. So uh, another thing I'm betting we're not going to regret is this weekend, Hamilton will be arriving on Disney Plus. And uh, it's great because we get a, a bunch of musical theater people here tonight. And uh, one or the other, I guess. And um, But uh, they've had two trailers come out and then a bunch of like scene stuff that they've, but we're going to skip that. Um, what did you guys think of the first two trailers that have come out, if you've seen them? And anybody who wants to raise their hand or just look at me funny uh, like Katie just did, or Jenny, Jenny, lead off. And tell us, what did you think of the first two trailers for Hamilton? Um, I didn't like the first one. Agreed. Um, I thought, I don't know, I just, it, I didn't think it was impactful. But then the second one, which is basically the same footage of the first one, because I watched them back to back today, specifically to make sure. <laughs> me too. Um, I was like, oh, this one is so much better just because like, just with the music and like the scenes happening on the beat changes, I was like, this would make people interested as opposed to necessarily playing kind of a clip from the opening number with like scenes that don't make sense. Well, and the first one had weird orchestration behind it too, didn't it? Like it wasn't what you're used to hearing, I don't think. And, yeah, and it I mean, I guess a little, little bit. bit. It sounded a little bit weird to me, which threw me off at the beginning as well. Uh, Katie, what did you think of the two trailers that are now up? 
Uh, the music is very good, especially in the second one. Uh, I really like it. I like that they did uh, uh, an orchestration of Alexander Hamilton. It's really good. Uh, what Jenny was saying, I like that they did the beat changes. Uh, I don't want to be emotionally destroyed because when I watched uh, Hamilton, uh, the documentary on PBS, uh, that was the first time I'd ever watched any part of Hamilton because it was the first clip they ever released. Uh, and they released part of Who Lives, Who Dies, Who Tells Your Story. Uh, and I could tell that part of the clips that they released is... Uh, From uh, that. Da, 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 da. World was wide enough. I can't think of the song before that. But, yeah, uh, when Hamilton is in the duel and he sees Eliza. Like, that, I was like, oh, no, that's gonna wreck me, isn't it? That's Really glad I didn't loan you the book. Yeah, it's very sad, guys. Uh, I hate to break it to you. Uh, <laughs> Hamilton doesn't end happy. Um, but all, all the best ones don't. You know, Titanic hmm. and... I've never seen Titanic. But... Not uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh yeah no it it the second trailer the first trailer i watched and i was like cool and uh the second trailer i watched and i actually like felt something yeah i agree uh steven what did you think i watched the trailers in reverse order because i didn't see the link to the first one <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> which i feel like based on your reactions that might have been the appropriate way to watch them because mm-hmm. the the se- the second one with Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there were any words in that second video. It was just scenes and just a, a teaser of these are things that are go- you're going to see. And then I got into, oh, here's some of the music you love. Okay, all right, I can get behind this. So uh, I, I watched them backwards accidentally and in the correct order, apparently. Well but done. I, I, it made me excited to uh, watch it and confuse... I'm still thinking about the fact that it's on Disney Plus and not their more <laughs> adult-based. Not not to say that there's nothing adult-based in Disney Plus, but it just I know that there is some language in Hamilton how, that I would expect on Hulu instead. How much do you want to bet that this is on Disney Plus because Bob Iger really likes it? Like, I think That's at the fair. end of the day, that is 100% why this is on. Like, yeah, they're going to it's going to do really well for subscriptions and all that fun stuff. But I think it's at the end of the day, Bob, I like, I like it. I want it. And they're like, okay, Bob, I, I could be a hundred percent wrong, but I love the idea that that's why it's on there. I also wonder if part of it is just like, if they put it on Hulu, it doesn't t- attach Lin-Manuel as much to Disney as oh, totally. putting him on Disney plus and Lin-Manuel rightfully is somebody you want to keep around and, and so they want to attach him even more. 100%. And and I also think there's a benefit to be had of putting it on the Disney Plus brand as opposed to Hulu, um, just because the content from Disney Plus, Disney owns. And so then it's kind of backing, like adding to what you said, where it's putting it all firmly right over here in the Disney camp. And that also, as we're getting into however long this quarantine is going on, People are like, okay, I guess I'll sign up for this. And they conveniently got rid of the free trial a couple of weeks ago. And um, I, I think it's a mutually beneficial choice to put it on Disney Plus. If they get the subscribers, they get Lin Manuel, they um, they firmly plant this now with like people that now hear this and see the stage show are going to connect it with Disney at some level because. Um, you know, as we saw at the beginning of the trailers, they've got the big castle and the flag as they're coming down. 
um, which that to me was a little bit weird. But uh, I was just like, I, I, I guess this is Disney now, and um, it'll it'll be interesting to see. I, I, I mean, think I can't wait for Hamilton to replace Frozen as the DCA <laughs> stage show. That's that's what I'm excited about. <laughs> that that would be fantastic. Um, with an improv <laughs> section in the middle, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, yeah. So how do you think this is going to be received on Disney Plus uh, as we come back, like looking at this, say, Sunday? Is this going to be a runaway hit for Disney? Is this going to be a... Do you think it's going to be a runaway hit? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because everybody has wanted to see Hamilton. And I think even people who have seen Hamilton want to watch this. Maybe they didn't get to see the original cast. Like, that's me. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I saw it last year. got to see one of my friends in it. And it was, like, amazing. And so... I'm challenging currently, like, Lin-Manuel Miranda to be as good as my friend was as Hamilton. Mm -hmm. That, that is my challenge to him, that. and I hope that he lives up to it. But um, why I don't hope you report that to us next week. Yeah, I'll let you know. Like, <laughs> I just hope because we've all seen a pro shot before, right? Like all of us here. Like, I just hope that people don't. Because one thing, one thing, like, and it might be an unpopular opinion, but um, I know I'm going to be Katie for a sec. Here's my hot take. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't love pro shots because I don't like to be like told what to watch i like to watch a stage as like a bigger as a bigger picture like i like to sit further away um so i think it'll be like i hope it doesn't make people who then go see regular theater um think that like it's not as good because they didn't get to be you know this close to Mm -hmm. the lead well, and you got a good point because I think some of the fun part of live theater is looking at the people who aren't in the center of attention and seeing how well they are um, keeping character or adding to the scene without detracting from the scene, which is really a gift. Like if you can be adding just enough without overtaking it, like you've got something there. And um, no, I think you got a point there. That could be that could be an interesting thing. Um, what do you think, Katie? Sunday? Um, I think that it's going to be 2015, 2016 all over again, and there's going to be so much Hamilton discourse on the internet. Um, (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Like, it's literally, it's going to be like when the cast album came out all over again. Uh, And that's not a bad thing. People are excited, and I think that... I think that a lot of people kind of have, like, a stigma on Disney Plus of, like, oh, it's the thing my kids watch to watch, like, Mm -hmm. zombies or Frozen or whatever. Uh, This is something that everyone is going to enjoy. Well, not everyone is going to enjoy, but that it's a much wider market than, oh, Disney Plus is that thing my kids watch. Yeah, it does open up a lot. Like, my mother wants to watch it. There you go. My mother. Ooh. I was like, been, I'm going to my, I'm going to go watch Hamilton. What? I've been surprised <laughs> at how many different generations are really looking forward to this weekend. I wish, I don't know that we'll actually get to see them, but I'd love to see the numbers for how many new subscribers this brings in and how many people watch this over the weekend. And if it's big enough, we might get them. Who knows? Steven, what do you think Sunday? My anticipation for, it's coming out July 2nd, 3rd. Third. What, what Friday. Third. Friday. Yeah. My feeling is that July 4th, there is going to be a period of time in which we can't get on Disney Plus because people <laughs> crashed it. That That's my feeling about July 4th. Oh, you I don't just know about the rest me. of the weekend, but it's just going to be Saturday. There's going to be Boom. a problem. That's but a good a, problem. That's <laughs> a good point. We will find out. 
that that's that can be interesting all right uh we have one more trailer to discuss tonight and that is for the upcoming muppet show called muppets now that will be arriving at the end of july on disney plus as well we've all had the chance to watch it um steven i'm gonna let you kick off because i feel like you were the first person to text me back about it today uh what did you think about the trailer for muppets now i i was very cautiously pessimistic about the announcement because i heard the freeform muppets and i was like don't they need a script i don't understand and then i watched the video and i was like oh no okay i'm wrong plus i'm really looking forward to seeing the legal guy some more i i agree i can't wait is it an otter something like that he seems to be an otter and i love otters so hey (laughs) it looks like the muppet build of emmett otter and i could be wrong oh but he had a different name though didn't he it's he's joe legal but that's right it's the same muppet like it looked that would make sense um as you're speaking about that what did you think of the trailer Uh, I really liked it. Uh, I watched it at first when it came out, and I didn't really know how to feel. Uh, But I have rewatched it since then. Uh, And I'm very excited. I really love, and here's another hot take for y'all. I loved the Muppets ABC uh, 2015 series. I loved that series. I've watched it a lot in quarantine. It makes me happy. Um, I think that this is going to be in the same vein for me. It's the Muppets. The Muppets get to be silly, and the Muppets get to do what they do. And that's that's what I want. Like, that's going to make me happy. Awesome. Jenny. That's my thought, too, is that it's just going to make me happy. I smiled when I watched the trailer mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. And um, and like very like very. Yes. And yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping so. And I hope it's ridiculously silly because that's what made the original Muppet show so much fun was they were just zany. And if they capture that, I think they'll have a hit on their hands and hopefully we'll get more than, what is it, six episodes it's coming out with first? And um, I would love to see that lead to more things. And I, I really think when you let the Muppets be the Muppets, that's when people really love them. And uh, so that is my hope. But, uh, Katie, we got to get out of here. We're running out of time. Uh, you should go to goddessmagic.com. You can read about all the things that we talked about here tonight. Uh, also other things that are happening because a lot of news is happening all the time as the world starts spinning again. Uh, you can also click on live and, uh, there's also a Geeks Corner tab. You can see all the Geeks Corner things that have happened. See the history of Geeks Corner and subscribe to our mailing list so you don't miss any of it. And Jenny, what else should they subscribe to? Um, you can follow us on Twitter at the Geeks Corner. You can follow us on Instagram at Geeks Corner, where on Wednesdays, I always like to plug that, you get to find out like weird facts about people on the team. I already got Katie's for tomorrow. I, I was going to send you mine right after this, so we'll yeah, see what I have happens. one. I also have one like from Murray for tomorrow, so... Awesome. We're on a roll. And then make sure you, you check out Steven's podcast, um, All the Web's a Stage, get it right. And uh, did I say it right? Oh, yeah, you got it. Okay. All the way to the stage. By the way, I took away the apostrophe, so it's webs should have an apostrophe, but it doesn't because apparently iTunes doesn't like apostrophes. That makes sense. So make sure to check out All the Webs a Stage. You will have fun with it. And who knows? Maybe you'll end up on it. Anything can happen in the world of podcasting. But uh, that is... uh, Do I need to say anything else? I don't even know. I'm not used to our routines. If you want to hear uh, Mr. Daps and Katie perform on uh, All the Webs a Stage, check out Scene 4, Dancing with Disaster. 
that's the one you want to hear for those two. And you can hear us literally do that. But uh, that is all the time we have for you this week. So we will see you round the corner. Bye.